Chapter Fourteen of Born Again by Alfred Lawson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gabby Cowan. Telepathy, continued Arletta, proved to be one of the greatest factors for good utilized by our people. Through its agency, we not only found that it was the most natural and complete way to converse with one another but also learned to think collectively as well as singly the brain is both a receiver and transmitter of thought and all minds are directly connected with each other by an invisible force thought is an element of life and exists everywhere it is not originated by the mind but it is a utility for it Thoughts are sustenance for the brain, as air is for the lungs, or food for the appetite. They are good and bad in quality, and it is within man's power to accept or reject them at will. By admitting good and repelling bad thoughts, the brain acquires moral as well as mental strength, but vice versa, it is poisoned and degeneracy is sure to follow nature created both the mountains and the thoughts look and you can see those lofty hills think and you can receive inspiring thoughts shut your eyes and you cannot see close your brain and you cannot think the broader the mind the greater the ideas to enter ignorance is bred from a closed brain intelligence from an open one he who is incapable of thinking is like the blind who cannot see or the deaf who cannot hear the thought is the mightiest force for good or evil humanity has to contend with it time is measured by it and pure meditation makes the days short and sweet while evil notions lengthen and depreciate them the mind that retains good ideas and refuses bad ones is of incalculable value to mankind for it has an instantaneous effect upon other minds in all parts of the earth it is easier for many minds working in harmony together to grasp a thought than for the single brain to receive it without aid no one earthly being ever conceived a great idea unassisted one might have believed and proclaimed the origin of an idea but unknown and innumerable others secretly aided in its conception the strongest intellect however retained and gave it to the world and he who accepts practices and impresses the thought upon others deserves the credit thereof it took several generations of continuous experimentation by the sage men to acquire the fundamental principles of telepathy and many more to establish the custom of conversing with the mind instead of the voice in the beginning the evil once looked upon the practice with horror for it was impossible to conceal anything from their fellow beings 
but this very fact alone caused them to keep clean and allow no impure thoughts to enter their minds that would lower them in the estimation of their associates and after a few generations of active use it was accepted as one of the great benefits of nature whenever a great problem confronted the nation a hundred or more of our deepest thinkers would simultaneously concentrate their mental forces upon it and if unsuccessful in reaching a satisfactory conclusion then the whole people would devote an hour each day upon it until finally solved thus in thought as well as in action we labor together as a unit harmoniously working out vast ideas that never could have been conceived by a single brain and each mortal receiving an equal share of the many blessings derived therefrom and there again is where your individual system retards natural progress a little ape-man receives part of one of nature's ideas his immature brain is incapable of receiving the whole of it so he spends his entire life stumbling along in the dark vainly searching for the remainder sometimes he becomes insane or dies until the strain of the burden and mankind loses the portion he had already understood it was his greedy desire that caused him to struggle alone for something that many minds could easily have brought forth had they been called to his assistance but no his purpose was not to aid humanity but get money and the power to wield over his fellow-creatures by accepting and having patented for himself one of nature's gifts and then again one of your little ape-men finally does conceive a good idea or part of one after thirty years more or less of constant strain upon his mental faculties so the progress of the world must be held in check for that length of time for an invention that could have been produced and put into useful operation by the combined efforts of many minds in a few days weeks or months but it is the individual system and not the individual himself which causes this stupendous waste of time and power and as long as it is kept in force the leakage of human progress will naturally be beyond calculation it seems a pity said arletta looking at me sympathetically that your brain is not sufficiently developed to enable you to grasp the magnificent principle of life as it was understood by the sage men but it would be as hard for you to comprehend an attempted explanation of the whole subject as it would be for a monkey to understand algebra so i have to be content with impressing upon your little intellect just as much as it will absorb but come you look tired let us partake of some refreshments and remember do not overload your stomach end of chapter fourteen 
Recording by Gabby Cowan in Kingston, Ontario, Canada.